You're listening to the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to piece together the physical and the spiritual. My name is Leticia, and I am a certified holistic health coach. I'm known for helping women tap into their physical, mental, and spiritual greatness. I help you get unstuck, achieve sustainable wellness goals, and have peaceful balance in your life. On the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, I discuss topics on holistic wellness, veganism, spirituality, and more. Get your peace. Peace, y'all, and thank you for listening to the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast. I don't know why I had to think for a second. (laughs) It's still early. I'm recording this early, so... Anyway, today I wanted to talk a little bit about my e-course and give you a little bit of information about what you can learn when you um, invest in my new course called How to Heal Your Generational Trauma and Uplift Your Inner Child. And that's a long title, but it's necessary. (laughs) And... I have been um, someone who's been on my spiritual journey for over 20 years now, and a lot of things that have happened within my life definitely have correlated with things um, connected with my business. Uh, If you've been a follower for the last 12 years, you know that um, as a holistic health coach, I centered my business a lot on veganism and talking about um, the wellness in the Black community. I definitely um, connected other parts. So when I work with clients, I talk about all areas of your life in connection to your well-being. That's what holistic health is. That's what true well-being being is. That's what like optimum health is when you look at all parts. And within um, a lot of medical systems, especially Western medicine, everything has been compartmentalized. So you have been taught that your physical is your physical and it doesn't have anything to do with like your mental and emotional well-being and vice versa or that spiritual health I mean it depends on how you grew up whether spiritual or religious but how your spirituality connected to your emotional well-being and your physical well-being and what that looks like. So all parts of you looking at the whole you. So as my business has morphed and changed um, and grown, I've been focusing a lot on healing your inner child, really um, connecting more to writing and releasing Uh, connecting more to um, layering your spirituality with um, like with different spiritual practices, layering your spirituality with things that you learned from your religion that you may have left, Um, and really thinking of what part of your life 
how like what part of your life your spiritual spirituality takes place if that makes sense like is it just a sunday thing because that reminds me of growing up in a christian church and thinking of a lot of hypocritical things that went on within the church um and thinking like okay these people are just religious on sunday uh so how are you looking at your spiritual practice within your whole life within your lifestyle is it in alignment with other things around you so that's where um this comes into play with the generational trauma and healing and especially in the black community but that doesn't mean it's exclusive um and also uplifting your inner child and i've been saying for a while for if you follow me on TikTok, i feel like my content um I go a little bit deeper on TikTok versus Instagram. Instagram is just different. If you know, you know. But I have been talking about really thinking about like the collective inner child healing that's going on right now. And especially for um, the people in my generation. And that's like the, I'll say the 30s, 30 to 45, I don't know, maybe yeah, around that, or maybe like just the 40s, but thinking of how everything has been so nostalgic, like I know nothing is new under the sun, but Thinking back to when I was younger, when we were younger, I don't remember there being so many like remakes. Yeah, things were sampled and there were things from our parents and grandparents um, generations showing up. But I feel like now more than ever, there's been so many remakes and like very nostalgic things happening music wise too. Um, and that's just one layer of it, that part with like pop culture and um, things like that. But I just think as a collective, even just when you look at, look at it on a spiritual level, a lot of people have been channeling like their inner child wanting to f be in the flow more and connect with things from their childhood and think about like wow how did my childhood affect my adulthood what can i do to heal some of these past unhealed patterns because the word trauma can be heavy i know and it can be um triggering it can be trendy whatever whatever comes up for you know that word trauma but for the uplifting of your inner child even if you don't even think of it as your inner child think of it as a time when maybe your emotions stopped going in a direction of like peace and safety and calm maybe they stopped i don't want to say developing but they went down a different path so some of your triggers may come out as that inner child like some of it can be your inner self talk that is so negative that you're like why do i talk to myself like that 
in my head. You know what I mean? Why are, why am I saying these things to myself? And especially when you know, deep down, they aren't true. Like, you know, how like magical and powerful you are, you know, how cool your ideas are, but then these self sabotaging, like negative self self talk loops. That was long. (laughs) come up in your head and they try try to like ruin some good things that you have going on for yourself and those can stem from childhood from your teenage years from your 20s they can stem from different relationships that you've had in your life and it doesn't even necessarily mean you've had to have like this crazy traumatic story of um, abuse in childhood, it can mean that, but there's been, there's a spectrum, you know, and these traumatic things can pop up um, along any lines of um, like ages, because it doesn't even necessarily mean you specifically remember things. There just could be things that you feel that you're like, I don't know why I react that way, but it reminds me of something in my childhood. I just can't put, I can't stick like a pin on it right now, but, um, and that doesn't even mean you're ever going to fully remember, but knowing and acknowledging and trying to release it so then you can heal it is um, like a step in the right direction. So let's get started. I'm going to go briefly into each portal of the e-course. Um, and I'll quickly tell you a little bit about the e-course. So I go, I have videos, uh, meditations. You have a full um, <clears throat> workbook and a slideshow to go along with the video. And yeah, this is definitely something I made because it's helped me. It's it's helped some of my clients in the past. Um, And it's all a a part of your self-love journey. It doesn't have to be looked at as something complicated because I don't want you even to rush through this. This isn't something like when you buy it that you're going to finish it the first night. You can read through it, skim through it, but take your time. Print out the workbook. Um, actually take set aside a time maybe once a week. Do it. I think um, there's seven parts. Do it in seven parts. Do it in three parts, four parts, over a month or over seven weeks. Because if stuff like emotions, you know, your emotions are moving through and flowing and getting stuck in different parts of your body. Um, You don't want it to all come out at the same time. That's a lot. And especially when you're going through your daily life, uh, family work, um, whatever else you have going on, when you're doing this self work, um, it can be hard, it can be taxing, it can be draining at times, but it's also very, 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 very rewarding in the long run. I'm not going to say the end because there's never really an end. 
of like, there's not going to be a pinpoint like, okay, my deadline for healing my mother wound or my daddy issues is going to be December. You can to try to manifest your healing. However, don't put so much pressure on yourself where you're like, why do I still feel this way? Why do I feel like I haven't forgiven this person? Or why do I feel like even though I'm doing like the self-care, it's not working because it takes time. You go through different phases in your life. Sometimes you get distracted. Life happens. Um, hormones happen. <laughs> you know, just the normal life distractions, but you have to find ways to do this, fit it in, know that even if you step away from it for a week or two or you get distracted that you're coming back to it you're coming back to you because again you can't pour from an empty cup so that self-love journey is very very important and that's why i think um this course is important so a lot of these um, old patterns connected to our bloodline, connected to our upbringing, connected to early relationships, early careers, because technically our careers are all a bunch of relationships when you think about it, no matter what you do in your career. Think about the people you come in contact with. Sometimes you get really close to people. You have really good friends at work. So everything is just about a bunch of connections and interconnectedness and relationships. Um, so these affect you in so many various ways. And you get um, energetically affected by all of these connections down to the smallest ones, like the smallest interactions, even if you worked at like retail, think of how like, if you have a really horrible customer, how that, how that feels. And then think about your interactions with really good customers or regulars, if you work at restaurants or you're a bartender or you work in services where you have long-term um, customers, long-term relationships. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. Just think about all of these things that affect you energetically, how these energies connect with you, um, and how they affect you. So most importantly, how generationally within our bloodline that affects us. And I think these conversations are really important, especially within the Black community, because I can only speak for my community, and I like to say that a lot just to emphasize this isn't exclusively just talking to the Black community. However, with my experience, I like to give examples from my experience and my perspective. So with the inner child healing and its connected interconnectedness to our bloodline, I go into... Uh, my story within <clears throat> what I went through in my childhood and what it affected me. That is where I begin in this e-course because I want you to know that I'm not just like randomly talking about this. This is something deeply um, important to me. It's 
I'm really passionate about it. If you've been following me for years, you know, I have a lot of Aquarius placements. Uh, I'm an Aquarius, but then I have a lot of other um, Aquarius placements in my chart. And within the Aquarian um, energy uh, that is deeply connected to um, helping others, deeply connected to um, the air and really analyzing things. Um, but within just my nature, it is something that um, I wanted to like share because within sharing, like telling your story, it can help so many people. And a lot of times, oh, I wanted to share this. This is where I was going. There was this therapist who was giving me advice of like not venting, like you should not vent. Um, and a lot of people, it was a mixed, uh, like, mixed comments where it was like some people are agreeing like half and half I'll say and with me I partially agreed because I think words are important when you think about the word venting you're airing it out you're letting it out you're airing your emotions out you're letting them flow you're you're releasing them because I like to talk about like damming up your emotions and that's what keeps a lot of people stuck physically and emotionally and with lots of things. So with this tangent, all I was going to say was sharing your story is really important. Um, but with the word vent, if you think about the word vent and it's in the word invent, you and reinvent, you can reinvent those same patterns, same vibrations, if you keep talking about it, if you keep dwelling on it, if you keep those emotions um, stuck in the same place. So it's the same kind of concept, in my opinion, as like staying in, like drowning, drowning in your emotions or staying stuck in your same patterns because you just keep talking about it. You're reinventing that um, horrible thing. However, I think it's still important because like I said, you're letting it flow and you're letting it go. Um, and that can just, you can vent to your journal. You can vent and um, release in that way. You don't have to vent constantly, you know, to your best friend or your partner or whomever. And that's something probably a lot of us get stuck in. I can say that I've gotten stuck in that as well, where you just keep talking about it. And even with journaling, because I talked about this before, looking back at my old journals, some of them were really sad because all I shared in them were the bad parts of my life. So even though that was good for releasing, I think it's still important to be careful on what you're dwelling on and what you're continuing to reinvent because then you're reinventing that story. So when you're venting, I guess, think about that. And I'm not saying you don't have, like, don't stop venting to your friends or anybody, 
Um, but do it and then see how you can change your story, how you can reinvent it. And that's where, you know, a lot of people are talking about manifesting for, well, they've been talking about manifesting forever and manifesting is nothing new. Um, but reinventing yourself, reinventing your story, that's kind of what, um, that self-love and self-healing and healing your inner child kind of is. Okay, back to portal number one, my story and my intentions. And I call each section and each lesson portals because It's like you are walking into a new you, a new story, um, a new contract. So yeah, that's why I called each, each section a portal. So the first portal is my are my intentions and my story. And with this course, my intentions with the inner child healing is helping you to release. And like I said, I'm going to keep saying like letting it flow and letting things go. So when you're releasing, um, or what I want you to release are your emotions that you've been repressing, emotions that no longer serve your highest good, emotions that are not yours to hold, releasing people you thought you forgave, um, releasing failing relationships, uh, releasing blocks in abundance. Um, and that can mean uh, consciously, subconsciously, like I talked about earlier, you may not even like remember some of these things, but you just have this feeling, that gut feeling, that's your intuition. Um, that could be your subconscious uh, so, but those abundance blocks can be blocks in joy, blocks in peace, blocks in money, and blocks in health. Um, so all levels. Uh, so I go in and talk about Sankofa. And that is, um, I actually have the Sankofa tattoo. And it's a... And Dinkra symbol, excuse me, from Ghana. And I've talked about this, where did I talk about this? On TikTok. Um, and then I have this in connection to generational healing. So just to sum it up, um, it means to go back and get the knowledge from your past, bring it to the present in order to grow and guide you to the future. So I go into that in connection to your bloodline. So thinking about your DNA in connection to what is passed down to you from the physical level all the way down to the spiritual level um, because it is passed down. Unhealed trauma down your line passes down and you can look at that and I give you exercises within um, this course and within your workbook to see what that is and you probably already know deep down inside it may not have come out to you as like oh putting the 
puzzle pieces together, but this helps you see it um, from different perspectives. And it also, um, I also try to give you just ways to help it, like I said, get your emotions moving so that you can heal and that it's not blocking you anymore and you're not continuing patterns that you may have deemed as like <clears throat> so-called, I'm going to put, you know, air quotations, normal. However, we know that they never served us <laughs> or you know that they were i hate the word dysfunctional but it is what it is you know because within the black community we we are starting to talk about it it's coming up and it's been coming up in small it was coming up in smaller groups um but now even more so with social media that's why i if you've been see, seeing me talk about my uh, book club, that's why I wanted to break out Sisters of the Yam again, because it was written in the 90s, but it's still relevant right now. So all of these patterns and cycles continued. And what does that look like for our generation, the next genera generation, and so, so on? on all levels, our physical health, spiritual health, our mental health, emotional health, all the levels. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so I get into talking about my story, uh, my experience in my childhood. Um, growing up wasn't easy for me. And that's something that uh, a lot of us have a hard time sharing these stories. And that's okay. It, it takes time. Um, sometimes you don't want people in your business. I know that's how I am. I like to be private. Um, and <clears throat> sometimes that serves you because it is a protection and you can look at like privacy and secrets as sacred. However, it's how is it serving you? Like, are you keeping secrets that are then really making your emotions stagnant and stuck so those those are the emotions that are blocking you so do you have to should you tell your story should you tell your perspective should you tell your part um and i'm not saying you your your sharing of your story is going to going to be the same everyone is going to look different like i said before your sharing could just be you writing in, in your journal. Um, your sharing could just be talking to um, your closest friend or husband, wife, whomever um, that you trust. And all the way up to going online and sharing your story or going to a group uh, therapy or individual therapy. So everyone's sharing is going to be different. However, everyone in my perspective needs to release. And like I said, it's going to look different for everyone. However, I give you some examples of ways you can share. And this course is a way you can start to release. Or if you're if you are someone who already started your healing journey and your inner child journey and you need a little help, maybe you felt feel stagnant and stuck and like 
your life feels like out of whack, especially in the climate of the energy of our planet right now, like everything is a hot mess. But <laughs> how do you protect yourself? How do you protect your energy? How do you uplift yourself in this climate right now? Literally, figuratively in the climate, because that's being weird. Um, all levels are being a little wacky and weird right now. However, there are ways to protect yourself. There are ways to still grow and be um, in a more joyful vibration right now. So anyway, going back to my story, I talk about people pleasing. I talk about failed relationships. Um, I talk about using school and reading and church as my escape because I felt like I had um, emotional neglect. But I, I will leave that for if you purchase uh, the the e-course, but I go into my personal story and what led me down the road of thinking about how does this affect me in my adulthood? And me, it led me to releasing my emotions in different ways and thinking of ways that I can change different patterns and cycles within myself or how I can forgive people and not necessarily, um, you know, when we think of forgiving, it doesn't happen like, okay, I forgive this person, then it's all done. Forgiveness sometimes come, comes in waves, like one week you feel like, okay, this is great. Um, I release them. I feel fine, but something might stir something up in you, um, I'm sick of the word trigger, <laughs> but it might stir something up in your calm water where, um, yeah, you're like, I don't think I forgive this person fully. <laughs> so I talk about that within this course as well. So moving on, I then move into portal number two resurfaced trauma and stories you tell yourself. And um, within this, I say, why now? Like, I thought I was over it, and then other stories you tell yourself. So within this, I talk a little bit about present shifts. So going back to the collective energy, so what's going on collectively, what's going on in astrology, is especially if you're deep into astrology, you'll understand it a little bit more. But I do talk about astrology in here too, in connection with your karma and in connection with your generational um, generational trauma um, and yeah, karma that's passed down to you. So I also connect this to thinking about the time we had with the big keyword quarantine and how that affected people on different levels. Uh, so if you were someone who is really extroverted, that may have affected you uh, differently than someone who is really introverted. If you lived alone versus if you didn't, if you already started your spiritual journey versus if it got ignited during this time in the last two years. Um, so I wrote, think about 
um, an earthquake shaking and opening the ground. That's exactly what happened on a spiritual level, really all levels, because if you think about health, I'm not going to mention the word. <laughs> so spiritual earthquake, which led to emotional, spiritual, and mental shifts. So deeply, a lot of people are shifting on all levels. A lot of people moving towards veganism, which is, an, is cool and interesting. A lot of people having their spiritual awakening, awakening within the last two years. So it's a very interesting collective energy because a lot of people in a short amount of time we're cramming a lot of information. Think of it as like in college when you crammed for a test, like <laughs> on a, like, cause you can think of it as like the university. So the universe, um, it was as if we were cramming for a test. So looks, excuse me, look what is happening now. You can say it's a test or lessons or whatever, but a lot of people collectively were cramming during 2020 and present for all the tests, like preparing, but like super, super like on a level that we never experienced in our lifetime. I think other like um, lifetimes they've experienced it too, because when you think back, um, Oh, and it depends on what part of the planet, because when you do analyze the energy of the planet, there are definitely more high vibrational places. Like, it sounds, <clears throat> I don't want to say like either is good, either is bad. You learn lessons everywhere. But you know places that are more violent. Like our whole lifetime the there have been countries that have been in civil wars and things like that versus places where the violence is unheard of um that's just one level there's places where the health like physical health doesn't exist like it does in the united states so vibrations on health is different in different areas because of the food emotionally like think of a place where people are have always been a, have always been able to talk about their emotions and that might be a i'm gonna do air quotations a more high vibrational place and land versus a land where people are taught to stagnate and repress their emotions um this could be different cities. This can be different uh, states, cultures, spiritual practices, religions. Think of lands where there is a history of violence, like the land of the United States. <laughs> the history of the violence, uh, just slavery alone. Uh, and thinking of that. Sorry, y'all. I got kind of distracted by my dog. Okay. So like I was saying, um, think of the earthquake shaking, opening the ground, and that's exactly what happened on a spiritual level. So a spiritual earthquake that led to emotional, spiritual, and mental shifts. And then I posed the questions, did you heal it or bury it? Are your emotions damned up? Did you heal it or ignore its presence? And then, 
sometimes we, like I said, we don't consciously do those things. It happens sometimes for protection that our brain just like forgets about things. Um, and like I said, sometimes you may not even remember, but you know you're healing some things, you're moving some emotions around, and you're changing patterns, cycles that are holding you back um, on certain levels. So next I talk a little bit about the stories you tell yourself, like it was your fault, um, that you have to forgive and forget, um, that you have to fix everyone and everything, and like staying stuck in victim mentality, and that can definitely block you. And that comes in phases um, for different people, and it comes out as different things. Like I said before, I feel like I used to be a huge people pleaser. So that can mean like saying yes when you really, really want to say no, like um, at work and relationships and things like that. Oh, these mosquitoes are crazy out here. Anyways, then I go on to, I go more in depth, obviously, because I'm just giving you like a little synopsis, but moving on to portal three, I talk about karma, soul contracts, and your family. And this is interesting because I talk a little bit about my karma and what that looks like and what that story is. So your opinion on karma may be different. Uh, you may look at it from a different perspective, but I come from it uh, from um, how I've learned, what I've experienced, um, and things like that. So I talk about my connection to land. Um, so Mother Earth, I talk about unhealed karma that's passed down from generation to generation and what that looks like. It can be different behaviors with uh, relationships, behaviors with money, behaviors on all levels with your emotions. Um, and then I just go in a little bit deeper talking about like soul ties, soul contracts, what that looks like, karmic debt karmic ties and then especially looking at the intergenerational trauma with like the so-called negative things like i'm saying like these are the things that we need to move but not to say that um it's not there's not good things passed down as well but we're talking about the patterns that are keeping us stuck so i don't want you to also get stuck on like only bad things are passed down or people are only focusing on the negative no because once you heal these patterns that are keeping you stuck then you start to see like wow, there is power in me. There is power that was passed down. There are these things. Even though I went through this, I can use this to um, help myself grow, help myself, um, I don't know, elevate in different ways. So that's the point I'm coming in at because a lot of people will say like, why are you bringing up the past? What is that going to do for you? Why do you do this? Why, you know, you know, all the whys. And that's okay to ask why. That's how we even get to this 
very state of healing these things is asking why. But there is a lot of pushback when it comes to talking about the past. And within different generations, I think we like to sweep things under the rug and not talk about that. And that's where where the power in healing comes in, I think, in storytelling. So I don't think we can um, just tell the good stuff. And I don't think we can just tell the bad stuff, too. Um, so, yeah, moving on. I then talk about um, how we sometimes look at karma as just one-sided. I go into a little bit of depth, into depth, <laughs> in depth about um, how we kind of, when we leave religion, especially again, within the black community of a lot of people trans transitioning into like more spirituality versus religion, we kind of just say like, oh, okay, you know, karma is a bitch and we don't look at it as like a scale, as balancing, as cause and effect, as ma'at. So as like universal law, like divine law, where it's not just about the negative, it's about the good you put out too. So we don't want to just liken karma to hell. And I go into um, some more details with that with karma and just thinking about what we don't acknowledge we can't heal bringing it going back to the sankofa uh so if you're not even if you don't know where you come from which a lot of us within the black community don't know where we come from physically but that's okay a lot of us um we, I don't, I, okay, this, I don't want to sound insensitive, but I don't want to say a lot of us focus on, we continuously, continuously say, why do I keep getting tongue tied? We continuously say, like, we don't know where we come from. We don't know our, our um, origin, like our African origin. If you are someone who believes your bloodline is directly linked to um, Africa, However, think of it even further that your bloodline goes deeper than that. Your bloodline goes deeper into a more spiritual um, depth. Think of how deep in royalty, even just like if you don't even know the, the land origin, you know, just think about the wealth of Africa, you know, the land has been exploited for years and years and years and years. We know that. However, if you just meditate on that, and that can be an idea that I, I just came up with, meditate on the richness of land before it was colonized and destroyed like different parts of mother earth and think of the energy of that being your source that's your origin but you can go deeper and think about before you were even born like that is your land you know and then you came into the land of your body and then we're on the motherland so anyway i'm going on a tangent but like I always say, it's all connected. 
Next, I talk a little bit about, or a lot actually, about finding your karma and your soul contract. So how I found mine, and I tell you how you can look at yours. And like I said earlier, when you, even if you don't believe in these things, or if you're new to thinking of reincarnation and karma and soul contracts, even if you're skeptical, skeptic in some ways, you can still look at these different things as patterns in your present existence, like the patterns within your relationships, um, patterns of different, even like down to literally your blood, like d different diseases within your bloodline. Like when you go to the doctor, they ask for your history, like health history. When I work with my clients, I ask them, your health history so your literal bloodline all the way down to like its connection to your spiritual bloodline and those contracts so themes in your life land that you lived on and what that means like the cities that you've lived in countries that your family is from what that means like the history of that city i like to overanalyze <laughs> So I think analyzing these things helps you get to these answers. But before you do this work, really sit down and set your intentions. Like, I don't want you to get really, um, like I said, I don't want you to get uh, to a place of drowning in any of these emotions because say you find something sad within your history or you start to feel the, those emotions of like, oh, I wasn't, um, like, for example, for me, my father was deported when I was nine. So don't get stuck in those emotions. Yes, you can still be sad or even happy, like having those nostalgic memories and um, feeling melancholy or whatever emotion comes up for you. But um, I'm just saying don't get stuck in those places and try to look at this as like you're the observer. You're like kind of researching your story to help you heal, but don't get stuck in it. Like it, look at your emotions as they're moving, they're flowing with the waves. Um, so you're not feeling that stuckness. I keep saying it. I don't know, is stuckness a word? But just that stagnation. Um, okay. So yeah, and I wrote here, go down the rabbit hole of your life. So in the same way that you can research a celebrity, the same way that you can research gossip or whatever, you can research your life and this can help you um, in different ways. I feel like those, sometimes those other things when we're paying when we're minding other people's business, because even when, if we're looking at entertainers and getting into their business, which we all get caught up in, and I'm not going to say all of us, but sometimes we get, we can get caught up in that as a distraction or as entertainment. And sometimes we forget about our own um, self-healing and researching ourselves and going, like I said, going down the rabbit hole of your life. And within the workbook, I have some uh, exercises that you can use. The next part, I talk a little bit about ways I explored and how I transmuted my karma. And I'm not saying, like I said earlier, and like that quote says, healing is um, not linear. So think of it as phases. So it's not like I just 
oh yeah, like everything is perfect. My life is perfect. No, we all go through things. I'm human, you're human. So don't forget that. And um, when you find these things, you can continue to research them or heal them um, or connect them to different things. And they can help you learn different lessons in your life. So they may pop up here and there that you may feel differently at different times. So yeah, I just kind of let you see how I found ways to transmute it, but that doesn't mean you can just do that like overnight or anything like that. So next I talk a little bit about astrology and karma and how you can look at your birth chart, how you can look at different houses within your birth chart, um, different planets, how you can look at um, like your fourth house, your 10th house, and looking at like your um, your mastered gifts like some of your gifts that you may have had from like past lives that you're remembering right now lessons that you've learned and things like that so I go into more depth about that and then I move into the portal of unhealthy patterns and cycles which we all go through in our life what that means um were these passed down from your, excuse me, were they passed down from your family? Were these something that you learned and taught yourself to protect yourself? Um, were they traditions that you just felt like you had to participate in, but they're just no longer in alignment with you? I go into those things. Um, and then just how do you liberate yourself from these old attachments? I'm moving through this because I don't want this podcast to be super long, but whatever. I like to listen to, I, I shouldn't feel insecure about long podcasts. You can stop and start, restart it. <laughs> um, portal number five, how to move uh, towards healing. So I give you basically, you know, in the beginning, I talk a lot about how you're going to move the emotions, how you're going to next um, release them, because when you're starting to move them, you may not release them yet. They're just getting started with movement. So now I'm talking about healing it. And again, I am going to reiterate and really keep telling you that you don't have to think of this as an overnight thing and like I said there's seven sections in this course so spread it out you can skim it like I said in the beginning but then move at your own pace you can email me with questions or guidance you can also do um, purchase this course with an add-on of a one-on-one -on -one session with me. So you could add on a Zoom session or an in-person session, well, session, <laughs> if you live in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and it's offered at a discounted price uh, when you do the added on session with the course. So moving towards healing. So how do you uplift your inner child? 
what chakra work do you have to do? And within this, I talk about root and heart chakra, but you can work on all of your chakras for inner child healing and generational trauma healing. However, with a focus on root and heart. And then I also talk about one of my favorite things, ma'at energy, which is divine law, truth, justice. Um, so from Egyptian cosmology, the goddess ma'at, one of the um, embodiments of divine cosmic law connected to uh connected to the uh cosmic balance i lost my train of thought because my neighbor my neighbor was saying hi to me sorry <laughs> um but then i'm so i go into root chakra work so what is your foundation like how do you feel safe secure supported how are you living? Are you living in uh, fight or flight? Are you living in just survival mode? So I go into details about balancing your root chakra. With this, you also get a full chakra balancing meditation uh, as well. Uh, next, I go into heart chakra balancing. Heart chakra is connected to compassion, peace, transformation, self-love, unconditional love, forgiveness, courage, and that's where ma'at energy also comes into. I will always talk about this because this is where, like, let's say if you grew up in Christianity, this is where the Ten Commandments come from, the 42 laws of ma'at. Uh, so, like I said, balance of universal law, Ma'at is the weighing of the ostrich feather against the heart. What way, what way will the scale tip for you? Because then this is talking about then like your mental, physical, and spiritual alignment. Um, and what was going through your heart during this, li during this lifetime. And like I said, connected to transmuting negative karmic energy so with ma'at you can transmute your karma uh, like i said there are 42 divine laws so i give you that but there's seven main principles truth justice harmony balance order propriety and recipro reciprocity excuse me and then I move on, um, I tell you like a big secret of all of these interconnecting within there, within that. Uh, next I go into portal number six of diving deeper because you can always go a little bit deeper. Um, you can go deeper emotionally, spiritually, uh, and that's what a lot of people are afraid of. And I think that's what happened during quarantine, uh, a lot of people, can be afraid to go deeper because it is scary it is connected to like shadow work it is connected to the so-called darkness and you know how a lot of people say they're afraid of like the deep ocean the dark ocean and it's the same as people being afraid of dark space and that's the same as people being afraid of the divine feminine it's all interconnected and related and then that's connected to you personally being afraid of going into the depths of yourself 
Ooh, a big yellow butterfly. I keep getting so many beautiful butterflies to my garden. I have a lot of echinacea growing and they seem to like really love echinacea. So a yellow butterfly just passed by. So that's very significant. So this is definitely something um, that you should work on. Like if you were led to listening to this, you're probably someone who is already working on your spiritual journey. So I don't want to um, want you to feel like, oh, I I haven't started or I already started this. So it depends on where you are in your journey. And this is something that can help you on all levels. So with the diving deeper, I talk about the workbook. So like I said, you get a workbook along with the slides, um, with videos, of me like coaching you and um, within the workbook, this is where you're working. You're doing the work work, like the action. All of it is action, but um, the writing, the analyzing of some of these things, the releasing, getting to see your patterns and then the self-reflection part. Um, so within that comes more spiritual, physical, and emotional alignment. Because when you start to self-reflect, think of the mirror, thinking of, think of looking in calm waters. So you look at yourself in the reflection and you see things clearly. You see things with, um, like the veil has been lifted. So you have a different outlook, different perspective. So you get to shift in different ways. You may get to get to shift unhealthy patterns when you self self reflect. Like I said, there are med meditations, writing and journaling prompts, um, using the, the elements. <clears throat> so those are some ways to dive deeper as well as working one-on-one -on -one with me in a session uh, with my guidance with my um, accountability we can help you to i say we uh, <laughs> so piece of food i guess i say it as we can help you to dive deep deeper so once you start to get these emotions moving and feeling them and putting them on paper and talking about them like those damned up emotions need to be channeled in some ways um and a lot of times we channel things in ways like i said that were ways to protect us so anger can sometimes be a way we channel it and anger is still a needed emotion I talk about all the emotions um, and we get to like the root of it, just like I said, working on the root chakra, but we get to the root of it and not just on like how Western medicine usually just looks at the symptoms, like holistic health and holistic work is all levels. So we don't just look at the symptoms. I don't just look at your symptoms. We try to um, work together to see where it all started. Like I said, Sankofa, get to solutions, get to recommendations that really help you. So each session is offered, uh, or excuse me, when you do the session with the e-course, you do get um, 
a discounted price. And then we move into Portal 7, just some resources, books, movies, etc. Um, and a free resource outside of the actual resources that I listed here is uh, my book club. So that is connected to this. So I'm talking about... Um, or excuse me, within the first book, it's Sisters of the Yam, Black Women in Self-Recovery. I already published a podcast episode about that, and I posted on Instagram. You can actually still join if you're interested. Uh, let me know. I'm going to be publishing podcast episodes each uh, week to talk about different parts of the book. Um, and this book isn't just for Black women, it's for everyone to learn about intersectionality, um, to learn about healing, to learn about uh, different things that uh, we have gone through as women and as Black, and what that looks like <laughs> within our healing, within our childhood, within the workplace, within grief. Uh, this book has been, I I read this book probably like 15, 20 years ago. I don't know. And I think, yeah. And, um, or maybe, I can't remember exactly when I read it, but either way, it's still very significant right now. And that is a free resource. You can sign up, email food at gmail.com. We'll have Zoom meetings and also affirmations. and journal prompts I came up with for you. So that's in conjunction with this course too. So anyway, um, yeah, so that is my new e-course. The investment is $78. So the investment into your healing journey would be um, a one-time price of $78, but you'll always you know, have this, you'll always have this to look back on. Cause like I said, it's not just a, oh yeah, I read this and watch all the videos in one day and that's it. No, this is something that you'll work through over time. This isn't something that I did overnight. This is something that I used. I used like all of my old journals to look back on, like years and years of journals, um, years and years of lessons that I went through. Um, years and years of shoot master teachers that I worked with that helped me through things. Um, so just lessons, but this isn't, this is just the first of many to come on different parts of spiritual healing, physical healing. You know that I've been putting out eBooks for years and um, different programs for years. So this is just the start of healing your inner child and healing, healing those inner things that you may have been afraid to talk about and afraid to release. So thank you for listening and I hope you have a blessed day. Um, the link will be to this program for you to purchase and I can't wait to work with you and see how you shift and flow and grow. Peace.